As the world's only personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment and your DNA, ID Life provides its members with high-quality ingredients backed by pure science. It's science. Check out rockinthatidlife.com and speak with Dustin about how you can reach your goals today. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Centerize Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. Visit centerizebrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in their awesome tap room. That's Centerize Brewery located in Midtown St. Louis. Let's go blues! You can't trade Alex Steen. And Regina, or Regina if she were a town in Canada, uh, she responds with, why not Bennington? Real men do drink pumpkin beer. Get ready to hear some noise tonight. Hi there, everyone. I'm Haley Wickenheiser, and this is Let's Go Blues Radio. This is Eddie Garcia from the Fox Sports Radio Network and co-host of the Puck Podcast, and you're listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Hi, guys. This is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. Welcome to Season 9, Episode 43 of Let's Go Blues Radio. This is the fully vaccinated, often imitated, but never duplicated, often inebriated, we are the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by RockinThatIDLife.com, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA, and by CenterIceBrewery.com, St. Louis's first and only hockey-themed brewery. We're broadcasting live on Thursday, July 8th, 2021. This is franchise episode number 309 all time. I'm your host, Jeff Ponder, and I'm joined by Kirk Price and Bill Day. Uh, for your listening pleasure, we'll be talking St. Louis Blues hockey for the next little while. To interact with the show on social media, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just do a search for us. If you can listen to a podcast, you can certainly search the internet. Have you checked out our Discord server? Did I say that right, Kirk? Discord? <laughs> uh, whatever. <laughs> it sounds good to me. Good. Uh, blues fans can talk with other Blues fans with either text or voice chat. The three hosts of the show will periodically be in there this summer, especially when any news breaks. For more info, go to letsgoblues.com slash discord. And I will say, now that the season is officially over, uh, you can expect us to be in there a little more often. Uh, maybe not all the time, but uh, definitely whenever news breaks, I think you can expect one of us to at least jump in there. Uh, whenever news breaks, we'll fix it. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, we're dual live streaming you, right now on YouTube <laughs> and Facebook. Uh, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show, smash the bell, so you'll get notifications when we go live. Gentlemen, good to have Kirk back in the studio. Uh, but uh, more importantly, how was your Independence Day? Uh, I, I was at the Ozarks, and uh, I, I had the pleasure of tuning in for a, a brief little bit um we were my family we had just just got down there and we we're sitting on the table 
and uh, you guys have started the show. And it had been going on for a little bit, I guess. And uh, and I had it on my phone on the table, and and it, I don't know if it, it was almost like it was planned that you guys started talking about me being in the Ozarks like ten seconds after I tuned into the show. So that was kind of funny. And then so my my family's kind of laughing. Yeah, I, then, it's uh, it's funny. We we Bill, correct me if I'm wrong, Kurt. I don't know if you listen to the rest of the show, but I don't think we mentioned you one time. Except for like at the beginning, I said you were on assignment and it was like, all of a sudden you're like, I'm listening. And I'm like, how long has he been listening? You're like, I just tuned in. I'm like, what? What timing? Yeah, I know. Right. And it was, and it was funny. And then you start cussing and my mom's like, my mom like wince every time you would. And I'm like, well, that's nothing. I, I, I cuss just as much, if not more than, I mean, so, uh, but not around my mother usually out of respect i guess i don't know but uh <laughs> it was it was funny it was funny i uh and you guys did a fine job thank so, you good job thank on the show we uh you know we do our best uh when you're not here we just we're kind of just tugging it at strings trying to bring something together so i think we did okay this uh, comment about not having internet down there which is true uh internet is very spotty at the lake house and uh but i brought a hotspot, which was better than the data coverage so we all use that and and it worked well enough to uh get the stream so watch it a little bit <laughs> yep. good to know so if you're listening to lake of the ozarks welcome to the show happy to have you um my fourth was awesome uh so my i don't know if i've talked about it on the show before but my son's favorite holiday is fourth of july uh he's a weirdo christmas is great thanksgiving's great but he is a fourth of july kid he loves the fireworks so um this was the first year where we actually set them off ourselves. We went uh, down to Jeffco, bought a bunch of fireworks, and went over to my brother's house in uh, uh, St. Charles and just shot off fireworks all night. And, uh, man, he had a blast. He he was ready to go to sleep by the time it was over. Let's put it like that. He he got really crabby really quick as soon as the fireworks were over. And I'm like, must be bedtime. So it was uh, it was a lot of fun, though, uh, a lot of fun doing that. Bill, what did you do for the 4th? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot this year. Um, <clears throat> we uh, we typically um, have uh, family over, go up to uh, Troy Township Park to uh, catch the fireworks. Um, but uh, yeah, Great this year show. with yeah, it's 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 always amazing. This year we just kind of stayed at home and listened to it because we you know we're a mile away from it and can hear it very well. Um, and we were uh, you know still kind of making sure everything was good with Sheldon didn't want to leave uh, the dogs alone. Um, especially with uh, all of our neighbors uh, who apparently um, spent a few thousand dollars a piece on the good fireworks. Cause uh, yeah, they were going off all day and I don't know. It, is, do you guys wait until dark? Isn't, isn't the fun? Oh, yeah. yeah. The like site? nine o'clock. Right. We we'll house. shoot uh we'll we'll set off like the smoke bombs, but that's pretty right. much yeah. it. Yeah, we we had people on our street that you know from nine in the morning until that, you know until it got dark, we're just shooting off bottle rockets all day. Like, no, you wow. gotta wait until What's it's the dark point? at least. Yeah, yeah, that's see that's mm-hmm. what my son we, we told my son early in the day that we were gonna shoot off fireworks, so literally all day. He give up coming up to me and my wife going fireworks, and we're like, "No, dude, it's it's like one o'clock. You won't be able to see them. We got to wait till nighttime." 
And so as nighttime drew closer, all of a sudden he got way more excited. But yeah, all day he would just he'd be sitting there watching SpongeBob or something. He'd look over and go fireworks. I'm like, no, no, why would we shoot them off right now? We're not crazy. But apparently, some crazy people do. Uh, so a uh, couple quick announcements. Well, actually, just one that I want to get to before we get into the bulk of the show. Uh, for anybody who's interested in the Stanley Ponder Cup Memorial Tournament, yes, we had it in, uh, what was that, May? Yes, we had it in May, but we're having, that was the 2020. The 2021 signups are now open. We're actually going to have it on our normal weekend, November 20th. That's the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Uh, all goalie spots, unfortunately, have already been taken. Uh, $50 to sign up if you want to play. Remember, this is roller hockey. Uh, you can sign up, up over at dropinstl.com. Just find the information about the Stanley Ponder Cup and uh, go ahead and hit the donate, yellow donate button on there. That'll take you to a spot where you uh, pay your fee and, and that'll that'll get you in. So um, a lot of fun. You guys have both participated in this tournament before. Uh, Team Hotard, who's a listener of the show, the, the captain, uh, he is actually uh, uh, he is the reigning champ. So we'll see if he can hold on to that for a little bit longer. But uh, yeah, always a fun time. Looking forward to it. We're going to have the raffles coming back this year. Lots of cool stuff. We always get blues-themed stuff, NHL-themed stuff. Uh, don't have any of it yet, but we are definitely working on it. And I think in the next couple of weeks, you'll be hearing some announcements about the cool raffle prizes we'll, prizes we'll have. So uh, if you're interested, uh, we, we'd love to have you come out. Center, uh, sorry, uh, not Center Ice. It's at Midwest Sport Hockey on November 20th. I will be uh, participating this year uh, after oh a couple of years off. So anybody out there who wants to put me into the boards, I'm sure there's plenty of you. Yes, yes. Uh, I can think of a couple other podcasters that would probably want to put you under the boards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got to catch me first. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting up there in age, Kurt. I don't know if you have that speed anymore. Oh, I got some wheels. <laughs> the, the, the ones that want to put me under the boards are either, you know, too young and never played hockey before or too old and can't skate anymore. So I think I'm okay. Don't talk about Bill like that. <laughs> I I only fit one of those, so <laughs> the youngin, the youngin, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, mm. So our official beers of episode number three hundred nine. Remember, you can follow each of us on the Untapped app. Uh, Kurt's at C Price twelve. Myself, Jeff Ponder, can be found at J Ponder ninety four, and Bill can be found over at Billy Blue Note thirty three. We've been starting off with Bill, but Bill, the Blues have not won a game. Since you started uh, started going first, so Kurt, I'm gonna have you go first. All right, uh, I got myself a Land Shark Lager, Island style Lager, from uh, Margaritaville Brewing here in St. Louis, Missouri, which is Anheuser Busch, pretty much. So, isn't it right? Busch <laughs> Anheuser Busch owns. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not a separate brewery. It's just a yeah, like a brewery within a brewery, I guess. A label they slap on it. It's quick, good. Uh, land shark. Quick land start land shark story. So when I was uh, and hey, it's the summer. We can talk about whatever the hell we want, right? Um, not that that would stop us during the season, but uh, I I was in the Ameristar Casino once, and there was a guy standing there drinking a land shark. Actually, might have been back when it was Harrah's. I'm really dating myself here, but um, wasn't Harrah's yeah. Golden? No, that, well, maybe there was. No. I don't know, but I, I'm talking about the Harrah's in uh, Maryland Heights. Now it's Hollywood. Riverport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right by Riverport. Oh. 
Right. Um, but anyway, so uh, I, I, it was a friend of a friend kind of a thing, and I didn't know his name, and I was trying to get his attention. And I just go, uh, hey, uh, Land Shark, because he was drinking a Land Shark. And he looks over and he does this. And, and sorry for you podcasters. He does this. <laughs> and oh. he puts his, for the podcasting, he puts his hands up like he's a shark over his head. He starts wiggling around. And, and I was like, ah, it's hilarious. And we all laughed, you know, because we'd been drinking. Well, then we laughed and we all, laughed. all night, like I would say Land Shark and he would do that. And he wouldn't say a word. I'd be like, dude, I'm trying to ask you your real name. What is your real name? And then he would just like shrug. And I'd be like, come on, Landshark. What's your real name? And I would say Landshark. So he would do it again. And so every time I drink a Landshark, I think of this guy. And I've never seen him again. This was about 15 years ago. So a missed opportunity. Uh, Surely you did the whole fish and pole really men thing in the dance club. Oh, of course. Of course. Okay. No. No. Why would I miss out on that? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, you're as dorky as they come. So I mean, you see the dorky little. Not, I that's not what I'm going to say. Uh, anyway, the, you you got that situation, that scenario. You've got to take advantage of it. Of course. Uh, <laughs> Bill, the dorky move. Yes. <laughs> hey, I'm <laughs> all about the dorky. <clears throat> so uh, following along in Kurt's theme of fish. Topical beers, fish head beer. I have no. Uh, it's oh. not dog dog. Dog just head. head. Yeah, yeah. Dog head, dog head. This time, it is safety porpoises by Toppling Goliath and uh, uh, Black Black Stack uh, Brewing collaboration. I don't believe um, porpoises are fish. Well, no, they're aquatic. Aquatic. They're aquatic mammals. There you go. Right. Lay in the so, water. Right. <clears throat> it, Does I, it matter? Yeah. Uh, well, I lost my opportunity to, to you know, denigrate Jeff for not having an aquatic-themed beer tonight. How do you, you know I don't? Memo, I got the memo. Yeah. How do you guys know I don't? You guys are just fucking me over here, huh? Maybe I do. Yeah. I, I don't. Um, I, uh, I am going in, by the way, before I, I mentioned my beer of the episode, uh, big shout out to Adam, the, uh, bartender over at center ice brewer, our friends over there, uh, was Adam. over there Friday night. As I mentioned, uh, bill, unfortunately couldn't make it, which, uh, for those of you who might be wondering about Sheldon, uh, I'll let bill speak to that here in a second, but, um, they had problems with Sheldon couldn't make it. I was there listener, Dave, uh, crappy goalie. Uh, trying to think who else, uh, listener, Greg, Greg Hotard, his wife, Shelly, uh, they all made it. And of course, Adam, who's a, a listener of the show, the bartender. So we had a great time together, just hung out, watched the game. Unfortunately, uh, that was another loss for the Habs, which we'll get to. But, um, he gave, he, he said he was wearing this sweet shirt that I'm wearing right now. And, uh, he said he had another one. So he gave it to me and I told him I'm going to wear this on the show. So for those of you they can see that. Kirk, describe what you're seeing here. Uh, we got a blue shirt, a, a nice blue, like a washed blue. Looks good. Faded, you know, a little bit, like a, like a worn, soft, comfy blue. A uh, shirt with a center ice brewery logo that is a rainbow color uh, for pride. It's, it's a fantastic looking shirt. And it looks like it's a little cold at Jeff's house right now. <laughs> yeah, it is actually. It's always cold in my basement. So, sorry, I forgot to put my bro on. Your man's ear. <laughs> yeah, my man's, man's ear. ear. <laughs> um, 
My beer of the episode is, mentioning Center Ice Brewery, the Old Arena Lager. Again, one of, nice. we've said it on the show nice. a million times, but uh, one of the best million art two. depictions on the uh, on a on a beer, at least in St. Louis. So wonderful stuff. Uh, for like I told my friend uh, Crappy Goalie, who is a Bud Bud Weiser guy. Um, oh, you're right. Uh, that will be fixed, <laughs> Kurt. Never mind. We'll talk. We'll talk uh, in a second about okay. that. But uh, but no, we uh, um, uh, he's a Budweiser guy, and so he was asking what kind of beer is great at uh, Center Ice, and I said for you. The the lager you got to get the American lager and that's the Center Ice um, uh, Old Arena and it's 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 just it's a great lager it's a it's very smooth very refreshing if you never had it. So we will get to uh, today in Blues history courtesy of the at STL Blues History account. Uh, this is July eighth two thousand twenty one. Uh, we have one today so July eighth nineteen ninety five St Louis Blues draft Jochen. Hecht, 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 uh, Jochen Hecht is how you say it. Uh, he was drafted in the second round. Michael Hanzus was in the fourth round in the 1995 NHL draft. St. Louis Blues also signed Dale Howarchuk as a free agent on the same day. He was a first group three free agent to sign. So, uh, the, I'm sorry, the first group three free agent to sign. So, uh, the groupings worked a little differently back then they do now, but uh, yes, Dale Howard Chuck, the Hall of Famer, God rest his soul, uh, joining the Blues, and of yeah. course, two big parts of that 2000 and 2001 team, Hesht and Hanzus, and I say 2001 for Hanzus because he was involved in the Kachuk trade. Uh, but uh, yeah, just a pretty, pretty actually important day for St. Louis here uh, on that day in 1995. Uh, so, uh, also, uh, two years ago, um, I was probably drunk celebrating the Blues winning the Cup. So let's just add that yeah. in there too. <laughs> that should be every show. We, we 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 miss out on that every once in a while. We yeah, we do. But yeah, that's true. It's yep. uh, it, it is. I was still celebrating and uh, uh screw it. I'm kind of clean my language up a little bit. Screw anyone <laughs> who says you shouldn't celebrate the Cup after you know a year. I agree. We will be back to talk about the end of the 2020-2021 season and a Blues player formally requesting a trade after this message from RockinThatIDLife.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Put that energy drink down. Don't you know that common energy drinks contain high levels of caffeine and other harmful ingredients that can lead to increased blood pressure and heart rhythm disturbances? Finding that energy you need for everyday activities doesn't need to put your health at risk. ID Life's energy formula doesn't use artificial ingredients or a massive dose of caffeine. Energy's caffeine levels are released slowly over time, allowing for longer periods of energy without crash, not to mention keeping your heart safe. Energy also includes neurotransmitters transmitters for mood, focus, memory, and cognitive function. ID Life also added antioxidants associated with brain health for no reason besides perfection. With rockinthatidlife.com, you can get an energy boost and leave the heart risk behind. Text Dustin at 636-393-8745 or visit rockinthatidlife.com and throw those gas station energy drinks in the garbage. That's 636-393-8745 and rockinthatidlife.com and tell Dustin that Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And we are back. Uh, Kurt, I fixed our issue, so um, I hope you're happy. Ah, nice. Look at that. 
on the fly. We are so good at what we do. I was looking for uh, the one that, that I, I tweaked, and I can't find it. <laughs> so uh, th- this one works. That'll work. Yes. No, this is just fine. This will work just fine. Uh, so as I said, as we head into break, uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, member of the 2019 Cup team, one of the top scorers in Blues history already, and he's not even 30 yet. Uh, he has officially requested a trade out of St. Louis. So if you listen to last week's show, you know, Bill and I speculated that uh, Tarasenko could potentially be moved. Uh, it has come out since that uh, a handful of NHL general managers have confirmed that Armstrong has quietly been shopping him since uh, their playoff exit. Uh, full credit for all this, by the way, goes to friend of the show, Jeremy Rutherford of The Athletic. Uh, he broke it all down in a great article. So I'm sure you've probably read posts elsewhere. All of it is credit to Jeremy Rutherford, who, who does a great job for The Athletic. So, uh, again, if you're if you do not subscribe there, I recommend you do. Um, because Jeremy puts in a lot of great work, and we wouldn't get information like this if it wasn't for him. Uh, so we mentioned it last week, the the shoulder surgeries, but but um, according to Tarasenko in this article, uh, he was not happy with uh, the way the surgeries went down. Uh, I don't want to give out everything from Rutherford's article, but one thing that was said was that uh, his first two surgeries obviously didn't go so well. He came back in the bubble and told the Blues, hey, I'm not happy. I don't feel good. I'm not ready. And they basically ignored, in his words, uh, what was uh, what was going wrong with him. And it, it was too late at that time. He'd already played in a bunch of games, four or five games there, and uh, before they took him out and had to give him another surgery, uh, which is, was third in 28 months. Uh, full no trade clause kicked in two years ago, uh, so that – has obviously a big part of this, but um, also one more thing. Apparently there was some, we heard some rumors that uh, he was not happy with not being named captain and Ryan O'Reilly was. So that contributes to it as well. Um, And then apparently there's as many as 10 teams on his list. He'd okay a trade to. So Bill and I have, uh, we broke this down a lot last week, just in terms of what you can expect to get from him and all that. So, Kurt, I want to uh, give the floor to you. What is your take on all this information that recently came out in the last uh, 24 hours? Well, it I, it wasn't, I mean, as far as the, the him not being happy about uh, not being named captain, or him be, not being happy about not being named captain, uh, I get more than just rumors, because he was quoted in a, in a uh, Russian paper mm-hmm. um, as, as saying as much. So, uh, which, you know, at the time, uh, it, it, you know, it, it, Blues fans it, it heard about it here, but but Tarasenko wasn't available for comment, and weeks have gone by since that comment, uh, and it kind of just fizzled out. It wasn't a huge deal, but when you look back on it, and I, fans may have kind of forgotten about it, but Tarasenko hadn't, and if it was a big deal to him then, it, and it's it's still a big deal to him, and I think a lot of Blues fans uh, fall into this category in that, as far as that aspect of him being unhappy is concerned. Uh, is that Blues fans um, in general didn't think that he was the right pick for captain. You know, that, that, that O'Reilly was probably the guy to pick. I mean, he was he was the guy. So uh, Tarasenko just doesn't seem to be that captain material of, of, of a player. I So I'm the fact that he's still mad about that, and that's part of it, is is interesting and and – 
it it rubs me the wrong way. I'm not a I'm not a fan of that because I, I think I, he's wrong. I want to speak that. to how how I I don't have any ill will towards Tarasenko. We'll get to that, but I will say with you bringing know. this up that all I hear when I hear that or when I read that is wah wah, yeah. and it's just like, dude, you were first of all, even if you were leadership potential, there was potential that you weren't going to play the entire season. Right. So no, he was hurt. Yeah. You've got to give it to somebody who's on the yeah. roster and who's going to be traveling with the team uh, for one. And two, again, I will talk good about Tarasenko here in a couple minutes, but uh, uh, Ryan O'Reilly is a hundred times the leader Tarasenko is. I have, yeah. I have witnessed Tarasenko in the dressing room. Granted, he was younger and I have not witnessed Ryan O'Reilly, but I will tell you Tarasenko to me, never came off as a true locker room leader. And I think that is a big part of why Ryan O'Reilly does such a good job as leader. I, The Blues lost in four games in the playoffs. I don't put that at all on the captain's shoulders. I thought he showed up and played great down the stretch. And you could see him visibly yelling at his teammates when things were going wrong. I feel like that is just such a wah comment from a star player who expects special treatment. Plus he leads by example. O'Reilly yep. does. I mean, he's, he's, he's the epitome of lead by example. Um, if you, if you put any stock in, in that trait as a captain. Um, and right. to be fair to Tarasenko uh, real quick, Bill, before you, uh, uh, to be fair to him, he, he mentioned, as far as I know, he <laughs> mentioned it one time. <laughs> to be fair. He mentioned it one time in that interview in the Russian paper, uh, when it first came out, and I don't think I've heard him talk about it since. Uh, mm. And recently, now when this just came out now, um, this isn't, from what we know, this isn't Tarasenko saying this. This, These are sources close to Tarasenko and within the Blues organization. They're not, he's not, Rutherford never said this came from Tarasenko again. Now, his these sources may be aware that it bothered him, but Tarasenko is not whining, you know, every now and then to whoever will listen about not being the captain to be fair to him there. So anyway, Bill. True. Yeah. No, I, I, I think it, you know, whether he's reiterated that at this point or, you know, if it's just that's public information that was out there. Um, I think the, you know, the effect it has, you know, uh, on the fans and, you know, I did see a few people questioning the timing. Um, and, uh, uh, Tony X uh, s- s- tweeted during the game. What? Why did they tweet this now? Because I want to watch the game, and all I'm thinking about is the trade, or is Tarasenko's trade request. Um, it was interesting timing uh, when the article came out, coinciding with um, you know the uh, the last game of the Cup final. I mean, obviously, they didn't know it was the last game. Speculate that it's pretty easy to predict that, unfortunately, for Montreal. Um, but the the way that it's being taken by the Blues fans um, at large, it seems, is that you know it, it was it was a guy who who felt like he should have gotten gotten it by entitlement uh, by being the star player and. You know he he had he had his moments and you know he had he tried tried always tried to you know to to play the charismatic card when, uh, whenever he was the star of the game and had the post game interview and played to the crowd, um, but 
you know, I, I, I agree that, you know, when it comes down to the decision about who's going to be captain, is it going to be O'Reilly? Is it going to be Tarasenko? Um, I would, I would actually put Tarasenko below a couple other guys. Like, I, I wouldn't have been surprised had they given it to Jaden Schwartz or Braden Shed. And uh, yeah, we, you know, not to interrupt, but but uh, we had speculation on the show. <laughs> not to interrupt, but I'm but gonna... I'm going to. Um, no, I uh, we had speculation on this show. No, he's you're right, Bill. That uh, we when we were talking about who is the next captain, and we all unanimously agreed, Ryan O'Reilly. I think all of Blues Nation. Uh, agreed with that. But, you know, there are some people I talked to, Braden Shen, Jaden Schwartz, uh, Colton Pareko, um, and there's names that were getting flown around, and then kind of in, in your last breath, you're like, oh, yeah, and Tarasenko. Like, to me, it was no one, never no. really a, a decision to give him the C. No. No. I, 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 no one t- I mean, when someone would mention Tarasenko, I'd be like, no, no. I mean... I love the guy, you know, but no, it's just not, it doesn't seem like I'm a, a cap. I mean, it, from a fan's perspective, he just doesn't seem like a, of a, 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 has, has a, a, the, the wherewithal to be captain of this team. So, yeah. Now, Chris, and, and, you know, like you said, it was unanimous for us to say O'Reilly and, and the biggest, the biggest criticism you could have of O'Reilly having the captaincy is, Maybe it takes it too seriously, and it weighs on him too much, because you know there are times that that he just he seems like he's carrying the weight of the world, and you know when when he's effective, he's he's playing you know just uh, you know free unencumbered hockey, and uh, you know when the team's going through a bad stretch, he really wears it, and uh, you know but that that's the guy that I want to be the captain, right? Not not. Uh, you know, I, and and obviously, you know, the the injury thing sucks, and you know the fact that you know it's the way that it's being portrayed. You know, it was it was the Blues doctors, right? The first two surgeries were done by team selected doctors, and then the sur- yeah. third surgery was done by uh, the group in Colorado, and they said, "Hey, you've got ligament damage that wasn't even addressed." That's that's shit. That's bad. that's awful. Yeah, especially especially in the wake of Robbie Fabry. I mean, I yeah. I don't know if if this you know if Fabry's surgeries were both done by you know I don't think it was the same same uh, person that did the surgeries, but that's a bad look on the Blues. No matter no matter how you shake it out, but you know going back to the captaincy thing, you know, it, I want to I want to captain by merit and not by entitlement, and yeah, I, I think, think that's what we got with O'Reilly. Yeah, I think the the I think. <laughs> I'm going to say the captaincy thing is, is, is maybe 20% of it. I'm just total speculation. You know, I have no source for that, but it's just, it doesn't seem like, it doesn't seem like that's something that should be, you know, that's like an annoyance, but it's not a deal breaker. Um, You wouldn't think, I hope not. Um, It's, it's interesting to me though, that people were generally, fine with Tarasenko being traded uh, before they knew that Tarasenko asked for a trade because it came out before that Armstrong had asked Tarasenko for a list of teams that he'd be willing to go to. And then, and then just yesterday it came out 
where Tarasenko had requested a trade. Mm-hmm. So, so it's interesting because when when it was determined that oh Armstrong asked Tarasenko for those teams, oh he's getting ballsy. He's going to trade Tar. He's thinking about trading Tarasenko. Good on him. That's a bold move. Getting rid of a guy who has shoulder, injury issues, uh, declining production, maybe because of those issues, uh, to, and to, to dump his salary. Ooh, this could get interesting. But then all of a sudden, when it's Tarasenko, and we find out about the botch surgeries uh, and about how ligament M was was missed, then the tables turned. When really, I don't, I'm not sure if they should have, because in the end, it's all about okay. Botch surgeries aside, that sucks. That's awful. He has a right to be pissed off bad, and that should be a deal breaker, I think. But in the end, if you if you don't, it, it's about this team with him versus this team without him, and who we'd get in return for him. That's that's just how it is. So uh, it's interesting to me that that the that the general vibe has changed quite a bit since we found out that Tarasenko was the one that requested a trade. I but I, I do yeah. actually kind of understand that to a certain extent. I mean, I I will agree that it's from fans? It is, yeah from fan, because the fans, fans are 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 hearing the other side of it now. They're hearing Tarasenko say, "Well, I." I don't trust this team doctor team. You know, I don't trust the people they're sending me to. Right. When that trust right. is broken, you right. you kind of see the point of the player that I if, what if I get hurt again? Let's say I, you know, sure. hurt uh, hurt my wrist and I have to have surgery. I'm not going to my team doctors for that. Look at the shit they I, did with my shoulder. Yeah, and, and I tweeted out that uh this needs to be addressed. Uh somebody needs to ask questions, have the blues respond to What's what's going on with the 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 team physicists and the team doctors, the medical team? Because th- this is an issue. Because we've had issues with you mentioned Fabry. Uh, there was the issue with Bowmeister uh, as far yeah. as his lingering hip issue. Um, uh, Pareko's issue last year with was kind of weird. He was like hurt and didn't they didn't do surgery and then he played through it and it's like, well, if you're hurt, get the fucking surgery ready, you know. Um, so, but other teams have this issue too. I mean, Buffalo's got Eichel issue with his, with his neck surgery. So I, but I guess maybe this thing is a little more common than uh, maybe fans realize it might happen more often, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so, and and who knows however many issues, uh, this could have had, uh, with other players. So I I think, I think this needs to be addressed, especially with now Tarasenko, who's, you know, a, a hugely dynamic player and it was still very effective until his uh, shoulder uh, issue happened. Right. Yeah, and and um and I'll add that I this is something that I've actually been concerned about for years and and we've talked this has been a talking point for Blues fans for as long as I can remember. Um how how long did we hear about Barrett Jackman at the end of every year? Oh, well he didn't play so well because he was hurt. Well then yeah. why the hell was he cleared to play? And it was the same thing with Eric Brewer. Um, you know, to, to slightly defend our favorite player. Um, you know, how many times at the end of the season do you hear that? No, granted, yes, you hear that from every team. But when your number one defenseman, like Barrett Jackman, like Eric Brewer, like Colton Pareko, like you mentioned last year, clearly they're not playing at a high caliber level. It's like, why are they out there? Why were they given clearance to play? If they're clearly, and, and you mentioned Bo Meester too, if they're clearly not themselves and it's clear that they're shying away from contact or they're not shooting the puck as hard as they can, where is this clearance? Like, where is it allowed 
that that oh yeah he's fine he can play through it but you know and then to hear Tarasenko say that and and we heard this back when this happened at the bubble that he just never felt right the whole time but he was pretty much ignored uh that's an issue that absolutely needs to be addressed um I know Rutherford is is co- trying to reach out to the Blues to get a, a comment on it. They won't. They'll never comment on it. It'll never happen. But this absolutely well, internally needs to be addressed. Well, well, Doug Armstrong needs to be put on the spot uh, during a press conference at some point about this uh, because it 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 needs to be. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a it's a big deal. You know, I mean, this is affecting this issue is essentially driving Tarasenko out. Of, it, it, it could ruin his career and drive him out of town. So, I mean, it, it, the fans deserve to know what's going on. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear also other medical doctors, experts in this particular, you know, in, in uh, uh, shoulders, uh, shoulder surgeries and ligament uh, repair, uh, to hear from them about how, how bad it was to miss what they missed or if it's one of those things where, yeah, uh, that's a really easy thing to miss because it's so difficult to, to find. And kudos to the doctors that did find it. You know what I mean? Like, like is this something that should have been caught, or is it understandable they missed it? Like, I, I'm not. Yeah, and, you know, and maybe know? maybe why he went to the specialist in in uh, Denver, Colorado, wherever it was, somewhere in Colorado. Um, Maybe they went there because they've got some new technology where they can detect that kind of stuff. We don't know. We haven't heard that. Yeah, I mean, total total speculation on our part as far as, but I would love to hear, you know, it, it wouldn't take, we should get a medical doctor on to, 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 to discuss this if they would come on. I, but I, that seems like a, that seems like something because obviously the doc, the doctor that performed the surgery ain't going to talk about it. So uh, maybe the, maybe the ones that did would, uh, that, that actually fixed his shoulder, supposedly. Um, but be, I would love to hear, I would love would to hear from a doctor. Kid. I would love to hear from a doctor that yeah. um, performs these kinds of surgeries and to have him explain um, if it was a horrible miss or if it was understandable they missed it. You know what I mean? Cause I, I, you want to blame the medical staff, but to do so, I'm, people that are doing that are not doctors. They don't know how, how hard it is to diagnose and, and, and find that issue. So uh, maybe, it's, maybe it's something that was just a total botch they should have seen, uh, or maybe it's something that was really hard to find and it's understandable they missed it. I don't that, that that's that's quite that's a those are questions I want answered because because then I've got I I because you want to assign blame to someone for this and I would like to before I jump all over the doctors I would like to to you know understand uh, if they should have caught this uh, easily or not. Um. Yeah. Is Doctor Rick Lehman still have his? Uh... Is he still affiliated with the Blues? I know we had that uh, that ongoing piece uh, a couple of years ago on Fox Sports Midwest. Yeah, he um, did. Didn't he? he could he yeah. could be a decent get, and uh, I actually know somebody who's uh, who's uh, gone to him to uh, have a shoulder repair. So, hmm. <clears throat> As I say, I know a couple sports therapists that I've had to go to, maybe uh, a physical therapist that I could go to that might be able to speak to it. But yeah, if anybody's listening who has any interest in coming on that maybe has a medical background that can explain this stuff a little better. We'd love to have you on. Um, you can uh, reach us on social media, uh, but then uh, Kurt, what's a good 
email address for those types of people to email. Radio at letsgoblues.com. There you go. Uh, yeah, so if you are uh, if you're a medical professional, we'd love to hear it. So talking about Tarasenko a little bit further, um, I want to mention a, a tweet. I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, he's kind of a, a blues Twitter personality. It was a tweet that I, I just loved. Um, Kyle Foxton. Uh, you can follow him over at kfox9611. He says, Tarasenko has a no-trade clause and can veto trades to teams. So, to sum up, a star player who nobody thought would ever leave holds all the cards, and the organization has to adjust and salvage a trade to where he wants. All caps. Crazy. Can't believe they don't give out more of those. 100%, Kyle. This was a conversation just a couple weeks ago with Blues fans. Why didn't they give out the no-movement clause to Petrangelo? Well, reasons like this. Because Tarasenko, let's face it, at at this point in his career, maybe he revitalizes it. He's a shell of his, of himself. He's not the player he was. Blues would love to move him, but he's got a no trade clause. So he has to accept the trade before they can move him. Make that a no movement clause. I mean, you can't, ex- like at the very least, the Blues might be able to expose him in the Seattle draft and hope Seattle takes him. I don't know if they will do that. I think they'd still protect him, hoping they can get something for him. But... You can't do that with Petrangelo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, love that take by Kyle Foxton. Mm-hmm. Bravo, sir. And 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 you know they like like we mentioned before they they did offer Petrangelo a no movement clause, but just not the the length of the contract. It was a partial, you know, modified no movement clause, which and it wasn't buyout proof. That was the whole that was the whole control the team wanted. They wanted it not to be buyout proof. And they wanted some flexibility at the end of that contract. So, and and the, moving him, moving Tarasenko, he's what seven and a half million cap it, nine million, uh, nine million salary, actual salary. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, a deal is in place already, so it's just a waiting on a physical. So it's, I don't right. know why all the speculation is happening about where is he going. It's a done deal. It's signed off. We heard this, right? You gotta, you right. gotta stop paying attention to the dark web of Blues Twitter. <laughs> the, the, uh, the, the blind, the blind anonymous. Uh, uh, I have a source, but I won't reveal who it is, and I won't say give me details. But, uh, but I know dark this web. and that, and you don't, and, and uh, yeah, yeah, it's so vague. Yeah, name the team. Name uh, the team then. Dark yeah. Web. I, I don't know. I think I think it would be fun. I just you know, since this it, it is kind of a depressing topic whenever you're losing a long time uh, guy. But you know, uh, I, I will say that my my initial reaction was you know to to go uh, retweet the Rutherford story with the um, uh, gift from Tombstone uh, with Curly Bill saying, "Well, bye." Bye. I almost said I almost said bye, Felicia, but I was like, eh. Yeah. I don't you, know if that reference guys, is still big now. Are you guys heartbroken about this? Uh, about about him moving on nope. most likely. I mean, he, he no. may not he may not get traded for a while. He may be on the roster. Somebody somebody brought up Tyler Johnson once asked for a trade, and look at that. He's won oh, yeah. two Stanley Cups in Tampa now. Yeah, so, uh, uh, yeah, just because he wants to be traded, the Blues don't have his role as the fourth line center. That's true. That is, I, true. and and 
Also, uh, you could turn the tables a little bit and say that you know Tarasenko does not hold all the cards because the Blues don't have to trade him. He wants out. That's true. But they don't have to. So there's 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 that aspect of it. They don't. I mean, if if they, if, if if Armstrong doesn't like the deals, uh, the players that what's being offered for Tarasenko, which he probably won't be uh, for a while, uh, he doesn't have to move him. He can and and you know what? I don't I don't think. You know, people said, "Oh my gosh, you don't want that scenario." I don't. Tarasenko doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would, that would be that would that would be a huge problem. I, I don't. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I, I think that he would. He he's wants a, to he's play. A good teammate. He's a good teammate. You he's, know, I think he's he made is, it clear he's, he's always wanted to play. Yeah, and yeah. and even though he he is bitter about the captaincy thing, which is, it's let's be honest, it's selfish. It's a selfish yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he calls it, you know, uh, uh, trust is gone, and he feels like he was owed that. Nah, you don't owe it anything. You're getting paid a lot of money to play. You know, if, if you're not made captain, you're you're getting paid seven and a half million a season. So, I mean, it's that's that's what you're owed. <laughs> Your salary. Uh, yeah, and I uh, right. just want to get to a couple comments here real quick in the Facebook chat. Uh, we've got Chris Bray saying, "I'm list- I'm listening live in Ypsilanti, uh, Michigan." Says go blues, screw the Red Wings. We love you, Chris. You're one of my new favorite listeners for just for saying that. Uh, yeah, he's I will a, he's a Michigan way. fan. He's a he's a fan of Michigan. The, 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 oh, the you know this guy? Yeah, yeah I, he 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 participated in the uh, in the uh, oh, trivia contest. Right. Yeah, okay. And, uh, Welcome yeah, Chris, back, Chris. I've, not, I've known Chris for years, actually. Okay, well uh, then I, I, I love him. Chris. I love him. I want to I want to adopt him, clean him up, and raise him as my own. He he comments every now and then on the show. What movie? What movie, folks? I didn't hear you. Mystery Alaska. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't hear much. it. That's yeah. all right. I know you don't listen to me. Um, I tune you up. Yeah. Mike my Myers doing his Don Cherry. Yes. Uh, believe it or not, I have a friend also in the Facebook chat, uh, Mr. Andrew Kern, who I think we've actually had on the show back when we used to open it up to listeners. Uh, Andrew, I believe, is in Kansas City now, but uh, been a big fan of the show. He's listened a lot. Says if Eichel ever really had a chance of coming here, I imagine Tarasenko's medical concern reduces it greatly. That's a good point. That's, you got a star yeah, player I, coming out and saying he doesn't trust the medical staff. Jack Eichel's having the same problem in Buffalo. He doesn't want to deal with the same shit. Yeah, well, yeah, and it's well, they don't want him to have the surgery, and I. But either way, it's a trust issue with medical staff. So I mean, I mm-hmm. yeah, that's a valid concern. I'm not sure Eichel was coming here anyway, but um, you know that's nah. that's that's a concern. Nah. I agree. Most of the most of the speculation I've seen is that it, it's pretty much shoe in that he's going to wind up in LA. Yeah, they've got the pieces to move for him, and they've wanted him for a couple of years. He wants to be in a better market. So, mm. you know what? You know what? You know what's funny is that if if after the after the smoke clears, Tarasenko is in Calgary somehow, and Matthew Kachuk is here. Nobody will give a shit about the botch surgeries. <laughs> oh, not they, at all. I mean, well, I'm okay. No. They will, but but it won't be a it won't be a. Oh my god, I can't believe. Oh, we have. Oh well, Kachuk. and it doesn't Isn't even it have to be uh, like a package. Tarasenko and and Kachuk involved. It has to be Tarasenko's gone and Kachuk's here, because then you cleared right. salary. Right. So Tarasenko could be in New York, Buffalo, wherever. Not that he would go to Buffalo, but he could be anywhere. And as long as a a guy like Matthew Kachuk has taken that spot as like the star, the the guy that everybody loves and has a jersey of, not that Ryan O'Reilly's not already that guy, but uh, with with Kachuk coming here, 
we forget about all this that we're talking about in the show right now. That's an interesting. This is an interesting angle because if the Blues want to do damage control, because the Blues look bad right now because we haven't heard their side of the story with these surgeries, and you probably won't necessarily unless some they're asked directly during a press conference. But uh, if they want to do damage control, uh, they would really try to make the Kachuk thing happen because then all of a sudden Blues fans would be happy big time. I mean, I, I know that uh, they're saying that Calgary is probably not on his, his list of teams to go to, but you know, it's, it's, it, it can always be speculated that um, after uh, Tarasenko submits this list of teams to Armstrong, and after a while, he goes, "Yeah, I'm just we're not not getting." you know, the offers from these teams uh, that on your list, but we do have offers from this team or this team or this team, and one of them could be Calgary, and it could include Chuck. And it my, could be, and Tarasenko could be like, okay, fine, as long as I'm out of here. My crazy conspiracy, not conspiracy, but crazy thought as a, my crazy hockey fan thought is that I, I could see Tarasenko saying Edmonton is on his list. And I know that sounds crazy, but you think about it. If he's going to revitalize his career, why not do it with the greatest center in the league uh, uh, centering your line and feeding you pucks, uh, whether it's on the power play, even strength. Let's face it, Tarasenko, he's lost a step of speed, but he's still got good speed. He can still keep up. He's not Milan Lucic out there. So he, you put him on a line, a guy who knows how to score, shoulder injuries be damned i could see him saying you know what yeah give me two years in edmonton they'll trade me at the trade deadline next year because they're not going to make the playoffs uh once the divisions get back to normal and you know i'll play with Connor mcdavid and score 30 40 goals and then all of a sudden i'm a ufa i can sign a, a career ending uh contract Sign somewhere for seven years and then sign one-year deals after that. Like, it's – I could see that being a possibility. So that raises the question, is there a possibility you could broker a three-way trade with Calgary and Edmonton? <laughs> what did you want? Mm, the, they, 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 they hate each other. Yeah, but I'm saying so. that's that's maybe it's not technically a three-way trade. But you make a move, clear salary, then you bring in Kachuk from Calgary. That's more what I'm saying. You never know. Well, you'd you'd have to. I mean, what are you gonna? You're gonna just. I don't know. Uh, the The rumor is that I mean, Washington is a good fit because because Nutsoff would be, you know, a a good return here. Salary is very similar, uh, and uh, Tarasenko and Ovechkin are best buds. Uh, people were saying but Ovechkin's the Rangers still unsigned. I know. I know. Yeah. But. Uh, but there's Panarin in the uh, in New York for the Rangers. Uh, Tarasenko and him are, are buddies, and people were speculating the Rangers. But Mikulidic came out and said that they don't need uh, winger; they need they need defense, um, and they're not yeah. really looking to add uh, a winger. So that's 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 doubtful. Um, for, as far as Mikulidic said, uh, what he said. So the thing that Washington that shocks me is the Islanders apparently being in the mix. I yeah. said this last week. Um, I would love to to get something out of the Islanders. I love their team makeup, and I think it would fit a Baruby style for the most part. But uh, I, I won't rehash too much from last week. But 
um, they play such a defensive style that that when I hear that Tarasenko would be interested in going to the island, I'm like, really? I mean, unless he thinks he can change his game enough to play a Barry Trot system. Now, granted, obviously work for Ovechkin, but I'm just saying, I think that that's a weird place that, that has been rumored in getting Tarasenko. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I think, you know, the, you know, with, I, I didn't see the thing about Micheletti coming out and saying the Rangers don't need him, but you know, they've got a new GM uh, and he, you know, could be looking to make a splash and, you know, maybe they, maybe they try to blow things up and, you know, get over the, uh, the rebuild uh, faster and, and then bring in uh, Tarasenko and and maybe try to sign Ovechkin. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, maybe that's bad. Yeah, you, not you likely know. because of the salary cap stuff. But um, I don't know. I mean, I I just think you know what what could we get in return from the Rangers and eh, just people you know people are like the, the, uh, so much doom and gloom on Twitter about the return that we might get for Tarasenko, people say, oh, we're gonna, not going to get anything. We're going to get fleeced. Um, You're going to get Tony D'Angelo. Armstrong is not going to trade him for nothing. Uh, he's, he, it's just not going to happen, I, 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 don't, I don't think. I mean, unless the relationship is just way worse than what – what uh, I mean, it's bad, but, I mean, it's, it, it, if it's it, – it could be awful, and he's like, "Fine, we'll get whatever we can." But I don't think I don't think that's the case. I, I, I don't think Armstrong uh, has done quite well with uh, trades and acquisitions that uh, that manner. So I, I, I trust that uh, uh, he will get a decent return for him. I, I, I'm not on the I'm not in the boat where we're going to get next to nothing, like a third round draft pick for him. I'm not I'm not there at all. I, I think we'll get uh, something of salary return, maybe a a salary dump for a salary dump kind of thing. That's that's uh, what I see. Yeah. Like you mentioned yeah. Kuznetsov. I could see yeah. the 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 capital saying, you know what? He's he's been good here. We thought he'd be a lot better. Uh let's let's make a change. I could see that yep. kind of thing happening. Yeah. So I uh, I I don't I, I don't think we I don't think we get fleeced in this deal um initially. I mean, but we we might in, in retrospect, we might get fleeced if Tarasenko return, you know, scores 35 goals next season. And based on we got, I don't know, but you know, and let's also not forget that people started to write off Tarasenko. I mean, I mean, yes, it's the, the, the botched surgeries are, uh, they suck, but it is what it is that we can't, you can't uh, undo that. So here's where we are. Um, you know, Jeff, you were saying you didn't think he was, he was going to score 20 goals next season. Uh, I still think that's that. a possible, that's a possibility. So, I mean, uh, yeah, losing him, I think people are letting uh, their sentimental uh, 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 feelings get get involved here um, uh, because realistically what we'll be losing is a guy who he might score 20. If his shoulder's good again, maybe he gets mid-20s, upper 20s if, it's, if, his, if his shoulder's fantastic and he stays healthy. But uh, that it's very likely he might not get that. So I mean, what are we losing um, right now? We're, we're, we it, it would be good for the Blues to move on from this salary. I mean, uh, yeah, the the physician, it's it's self it's self inflicted wound basically with the physicians and the, the botched surgeries. If that's that's entirely true, 
But still, it is what it is, and here we are. So moving on from Tarasenko now, even if we don't get something great for him, is probably a good thing. I mean, based on how people were just kind of down on his production and how and what they're 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 they've been pretty doom and gloom on Tarasenko. There's not a lot of optimism with him uh, going forward with Blues fans. Yeah. I think, you know, with, with Tarasenko and, and with Petrangelo, you know, at this point, um, assuming Tarasenko does wind up moving on, you know, let's, I'm happy realizing that, you know, Hey, we, we got their best. They brought us a cup and now they want to move on. So be it. Um, Tarasenko, you know, great memories, um, you know, his rookie game, you know, his breakout game against the Red Wings, um, you know, coming out, um, you know, oh, uh, coming out of the so lockout, the beautiful, beautiful goals endeared himself to the fan base immediately had some great seasons here. Um, the playoff run, I mean, who can forget the penalty shot goal on Marty Jones sniped him completely. Um, and then the past Shen that that put the nail in the coffin in game oh. seven against Boston. You know, so what, those you, are the memories that I'm, I'm happy to live with. Yeah, me too. Oh, if you had to pick, if you had to pick one. So, I mean, obviously your favorite Tarasenko memory would maybe be one of those, Bill, you got, you got, you have a one that like is tops rest. Your number one. Um, what's a rub off mean? <laughs> what's a rub off means. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I gotta go, uh, I mean, I think I got to go penalty shot. That was a huge moment. Um, and honestly, like when I think of Tarasenko, just like probably the other 21, 23 players on that roster, I think of him holding the cup for the first time. I think of them handing the cup to Tarasenko and him holding it over his head and kissing it. And just that moment of he made the comment when he got here, when he was drafted, that he wanted to bring a cup to St. Louis. Um, that is the moment that I think of, but there's a lot to choose from. And you, you, there's uh, no wrong answer here. I mean, no. the, the goal against the Rangers, holy shit! Yeah. That's, oh, that yeah. that that's highlight real. The I think, I think one of the one of the most emotional ones for me was was it was it 2014, 15? The goal against the Hawks with three seconds to go in the in game mm-hmm. two, with the Blues up one game to nothing. And uh, we're trailing, uh, and we and he scores from eh, what, out the, the the near point, uh, above the, the like above yeah. the circle, yeah, wrist shot uh, uh, off the post and in uh, on Crawford. Uh, that I went. That was one of the goals of his that I went to ballistic on. Fantastic goal. Won the game in overtime. Blues go up two nothing in the playoffs in, in that round, and then lose the next four. But still, that moment was one of my favorites for him that jumps out uh, to me for number one. That's, that's a good one. I mean, him being on the cover of with an HL 17. Yep. I mean, that, yes, yes, that's, yes. A, that's fantastic. Him winning the cover vote. Um, yeah. And then just the press conferences where we heard him constantly say, I mean, even at the end of the season when it was, it felt like lip service at the time, but you look back and you, you hear him say we failed. And I want, I just want to win a cup. And it was just at the time it was maddening to hear, but you look back now and you're like, 
yeah, he actually did. Like that was that was his goal when he got here, and to see him be able to do that. I mean, and then just you know the all the stuff he's done off the ice. Um, him and Yana Tarasenko and their kids have been such members of the community. Uh, I remember seeing him at um, uh, Race for the Cure, handing out flowers at the end of, at the finish line. Um, I think he, I could be wrong, but I think he's been to the Blue Note 5K a couple times. Um, he's always a face in the community, and I I love Tarasenko. And I, I hope, I mean, I will literally be happy to grab a live crow and eat it if Tarasenko comes back and scores 30, 40 goals in the NHL in a season. I hope I'm wrong. I really hope, even if he's not a blue. I want nothing but the best for him, unless he's a Red Wing. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But, he's a, I mean, he, he's a good guy. I mean, he's just yeah. he, he says all the right things. He he's in like his comments, his posting comments. He's always appreciative of the fans, uh, uh, the St. Louis fans. He's always been just so complimentary of the of the Blues fans, um, and uh, and just wanting to win, uh, and and the sheer joy in his face when someone else scores on the ice. Yeah, he's the happiest guy on the ice for that person. I think it was so it's just, when Yashkin scored his first goal. He was out there. I, I, I want to say that was the one, and like everybody commented about, look at Tarasenko. He's he's acting like it yeah. was his first goal in the NHL. So, I mean, I, I from from I think I think he's a good teammate. I'm, I'm not in the locker room with him or on the bench with him, but uh, he just comes off as a as a as a good teammate. I, he he catches flack for taking shifts off or coasting every now and then, but. You, I, honestly, show me a player that doesn't do that. Most players will take shifts off, if you will. Uh, they don't go balls to the wall the entire shift. If you do, you'll be dead halfway through the season uh, or sooner. Um, you just can't. And, and yeah, I, I, maybe some players take shifts off more than others. Eh, whatever, but uh, he, he did have the rap for that. And uh, but still, with that said, I think uh, I, overall, good teammate, good guy. Uh, wants his team to succeed. Uh, will do. Uh, and yeah, you know, I, I guess his playoff numbers weren't the best. Uh, but but uh, I think uh, what for a five year span there, he was uh, the mo- second behind Ovechkin, right? Goals in NHL from like fourteen to nineteen, something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, somebody's going to get a good player uh, if he's healthy, a, a real good player if he's healthy. I, and I hope he but is. Health, health is the huge thing, and it's just—I mean—you just never know. You just don't know, and so it's really—and I've said this before—all over the map uh, as far as what we could get in return for Tarasenko, because you know, if nobody wants him because of his questionable health, maybe he's here. Maybe he doesn't get moved. Uh, or maybe they do moving for not much, which I don't think will happen. But I think I think if he's getting moved, which is a big, big possibility at this point, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I think it's in a package deal. I think, like you said, I, I, I we've seen Armstrong make knee jerk moves before, but we haven't seen it in a while. I think maybe he's learned his lesson. Uh, you know, the Steve Ott signing comes to mind, the Derek Roy signing, the but but for, for overall for <laughs> trades. I He's, liked the Derek Roy signing at the time. Uh, I did not. I at did the not. Time I did. I hated it. At the Four time. million time for I a guy who was rushed out of Buffalo and Dallas. No yeah. thanks. Um, but anyway, uh, that's beside the point. Uh, with trades, he's been good. He's patient. 
And like you said earlier, Kurt, he doesn't have to make a trade. Yeah, Tarasenko might have asked for a trade. At the end of the day, that doesn't mean shit. You might have an unhappy player at your disposal, but at the very least, the start of next season in September in, in training camp, Craig Berube can sit him down and say, listen, you want to get traded, that's fine. Your trade value is low. You've got to raise that trade value. And believe you me, Vladimir Tarasenko is a gamer. He's going to turn his game on, and he's going to play as best as he possibly can. He Those shifts off that we talk about, he won't take those until he gets moved. So I think you're going to see, if if he's plays another game in a Blues jersey, you're going to see a very motivated Vladimir Tarasenko because that's just the kind of guy he is. A deal is already in place. We've discussed this. Nope. <laughs> Don't believe it. Nope. Give me what? your source. Cite your source that there's not a deal in place, Jeff. <laughs> Elliot Friedman hasn't said anything. Does that count? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you would think if somebody had a had a had a uh, a source that says that a deal is in place, just waiting on a physical to happen, uh, that at least the name of the team is going to. But but that would box them into a corner. And if Tarasenko does not go to that team, then all of a sudden they're out of somebody who doesn't have a source is lying. So ooh, is that ooh? Did I say that? Hmm. I think you did. That's okay. Uh, you know, I'm going to call an audible here, guys, and say we go ahead and take our break. Um, and we'll be back in just a couple minutes to talk about the Stanley Cup final, the end of the 2020-2021 season, as well as some NHL tidbits around the league. Center Ice Brewery is St. Louis's only hockey-themed brew house. Stop on in during the next game to experience the ultimate hockey fan brewery while sampling various hockey-inspired beers, such as Old Arena Lager. The Beauty IPA, the Rotating Pale Ale Series, or seasonal offerings such as their Imperial Stout, their Lime Sherbet Sour, and much more. While you're there enjoying any number of their fantastic beverages, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood and the actual penalty box door from the old barn. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a Blues game, or any game. Visit centereyesbrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in the tap room. Centerized Brewery. Let's go blues. Please drink responsibly. So hey before, yeah. Did you see, are you read a comment? Yeah, I was going to read YouTube? the comments. Yeah. YouTube? Okay. All right. All right. Just checking. All right. Uh, yeah. Before so, we move on. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll go ahead and get to Andrew Tykeson, which by the way, I love your, uh, your avatar. That's fantastic. That's um, Captain, uh, Captain, Caveman. No, what's his name? Commander Chaos, right? From South Park. Yeah, whatever. He'll correct me. Captain K. You know Captain Caveman? No. <sighs> really? Who's Captain Barbera? Caveman? Captain oh, Caveman. Oh, I remember Captain Caveman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Okay. Yeah, we that that was a nickname for uh, one of my coaches. Um, I was your, your cousin. Your cousin Jeff. Uh, played on those teams, and he had a kid that played on the team, so it was Captain Caveman and Son. And Son. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I remember that. Nice. No, I, uh, nice. I, that, and that's a total hockey nickname, uh, too, Captain Caveman. That, that sounds like a hockey nickname. That's perfect. Professor, Professor Chaos. Chaos. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you. Uh, so Andrew says, uh, 
This may be because I'm in Florida and Blues Bolts fan, but I see Tarasenko similar to Stamkos, a former elite sniper who, due to injuries, is now at best 80% of their former self, who makes a lot of money. Um, interesting take. I, I like uh, I like Stamkos still. I think he still brings a lot to a team, but I think to compare those two, I want to see more out of Tarasenko next season. I think he was still a, a little bit, and again, comparatively speaking, last season to his others, I still think he was a bit of a shell of his former self uh, last season. So I, I need to see more before I make the comparison to Stamkos, who I still think brings a lot to a team. Um, mm. Winning Unlimited. Uh, by the way, I'm going to go ahead and ding, 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 give the comment of the show here. Uh, he says, can we get the surgeons who keep players on long-term injury reserve until game one of the 2022 playoffs? Yes, that's who I want. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's go 18 million over the cap. Yep. And then that's, that's the recipe for success in beating Montreal. 18 mm-hmm. million over the cap and steamroll them in the play, in the final. Uh, yeah. Derek uh, adds army mm-hmm. likes dealing with the East. Andrew Tykeson looking at New York Islanders cap friendly. I don't see anyone who I think would fit in Baruby's system, who I think uh, New York Islanders would part with. Uh, if it's the Isles, I think it's going to be picks and prospects. Blues are still in a win-now mentality. I don't think you're going to see, unless it's like a throw-in, end-of-the-deal type thing, I don't think you're going to see picks and prospects brought in for Tarasenko. Unless, unless it's a salary dump to sign somebody. Yeah. Sign yeah, like uh, there's Colorado. rumors of Landis Cog. Landis Cog, right? I, yeah, I, that, 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 I could, I could see. Yeah, maybe you move Tarasenko right before free agency, get some salary room, bring in a guy like that. So that's I, I'd be fine with that. I would too. <laughs> uh, there's a uh, Kurt. Have you ever heard of this guy? His name's Bill Day. You ever heard of this guy? He's in the YouTube chat. Um, mm, I don't think I've ever heard of him. Ah, Sounds like a real dickhead. Uh, but he says uh, Kucherov overnight became the biggest dick in the league. Um, he did. Thank he you. Really did. He, did. <laughs> he did. And it's not. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that because you're a Montreal fan, so people might say, "Oh, it's just because of Montreal fan." But no, I'm I, I I was rooting for Montreal, but I didn't have a big horse in the race. But yeah, I agree with you. Thank you. That that he was. I mean that he was wrong. He was dead fucking wrong about. About uh, who who does that? Are we gonna talk about this? <laughs> because we, we because can talk about it. I, yeah, why not? Because because okay, I mean, well, what uh, uh, complaining about Montreal's like making fun of how they celebrated? You're you're condemning a fan base fan base for them celebrating too much or or loudly too loud. He's been playing in front of Tampa's fans for too long. He doesn't he forgot yeah. what real fans uh, uh, sound like. Oh, um, real fans. I like well, that. Okay. 3,500 3, fans in the building. We're louder. Right? Yeah, we're louder and, than Tampa Bay's fans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'll walk yeah. that back. I'm going to say real fans. That's a douche thing to say. I, you know, but, uh, no. but about how passionate fans, really passionate right. fans, rabid fans no, it, celebrate. It, you know, it, 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 just, and, it was a dumb and, thing to say. It was drunk. Yeah, very drunk, <laughs> drunk, shirtless uh, on TV. It's let, he's let me ask you Florida guys. man. He was he Florida was, man. <laughs> people are saying how great. People are saying yes. What he said is uh, it was on point. No, it wasn't. Now, do I like what he said? It was 
really entertaining. I love that stuff. Love it. It's 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 controversial. It's a talking. I yes, feed me that stuff. However, with that said, he's wrong. He's just wrong. No, and I I uh and Bill, I I know you've got a lot to say about this, I'm sure, but I that's that's what my thought is is these two are typically division rivals. Well, maybe not rivals isn't the right word up until now, but they're in the same division. Uh I love it. I want to see somebody crunch him into the boards. Fucking Shea Weber go into the boards with him in the opening game of next season and drill the shit out of him. But then, of course, he just won't play the whole season and he'll start uh, game one of the 2022 playoffs. (laughs) That's a whole side note. But that's the kind of shit I want to see. That's like I talked about this with Philip Grubauer and um, uh, I think it was JT Comfer. Posted on Instagram, memories from round one. Man, that shit pissed me off, but I want to be pissed off. I want to yes. be mad at you, Colorado. Yes. Like, yes. it was the shit he said in the press conference Let's... later that pissed me off. But it, it's like... I love it. I love it. Fucking talk shit on that fan base. Because guess what? Kucherov is going to be booed every time he takes the ice in Montreal from now on. It's like Blues and Blackhawks at the height of the rivalry when, when a Blackhawks player does something dirty to the blues player you get all pissed off but you want that you know you you that that's rivalry stuff it's it's like yeah that's why i'm watching this game because something's gonna happen and there it is and i was expecting it and i want it and i want to be mad about it it's like a masochistic kind of a (laughs) a thing with with uh, uh, sports and and rivalries because you 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 get mad and outraged but at the same time you have to have it right Yep. Uh, race fan rocks four biggest Eric Brewer fan we know says nothing will beat drunk Ovi. Uh, that is true. Uh, drunk Ovi was a lot of fun. Now, granted, drunk was it Barbashev who threw up off the side of the float? That was pretty. Off. Yeah, yeah. That was off. pretty good. That was pretty good. But but drunk Holly, drunk Uncle drunk Ryan. Holly. What's better, Hall on stage? Or Ovechkin in the fountain. I gotta say Ovechkin in the fountain, just because he's uh, a current player. Yeah, but, but as a on stage the blues like, fan, the blues fan in me, yes, he coined we went blues. Good oh, stuff. It was so it was so bad it was good. You know? It was just yeah. <laughs> yeah. it was just like when I heard it, I'm like, oh, that's awful. But it's gonna be everywhere forever. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's true. Um, and, uh, Andrew Tykeson, uh, if there is a deal pending physical, does he get moved before or after the expansion draft? There's not a deal in place. Let's not even, (laughs) but if, if there is, is, uh, again, uh, this is the, uh, as Bill said, this is the, this is the dark web of the, uh, of the, of Twitter. Don't even pay attention to that in this dark web upside down. Uh, version of reality, right? Uh, let's say this that it, it is in place, and we are waiting on a physical. Uh, it, I would imagine it would be finalized before the expansion draft, so we could then protect somebody else. Yeah, right? exactly. And, well, and then that's the thing with the other team. They would they would have to probably say, okay, do we want this deal to happen before the expansion draft? But because we are going to want to protect certain players. But and the player we get, we why, need to protect. But they know so. that hey, if this deal's in place, uh, but we're not going to make this trade until after the expansion draft. What's going to stop Armstrong from going and moving him to somebody else? So, 
No, that's not Tampa. That's, that's not a thing. Race uh, race fan rocks uh, four says I heard Tampa needs to lose. I guess let's mean lose cap space. They do. They have to lose cap space. Yeah. So I don't. I, yeah. I didn't analyze it too more. much. Well, yeah. I guess it is eighteen million. Yeah. Well, but they have expiring contracts too. I imagine. So, yeah. but that's part they of they do. It, so yeah, they do. Yep. We look at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Go ahead, you know, vamp, vamp. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so, uh, let's go ahead and get into, uh, the Stanley cup final end of the 2020, 2021 NHL season. Yes. You might say they only played in 2021, but folks, uh, that is how it will be remembered in the history books. That's how all the lockout seasons are. It was 2020, 2021 game five Wednesday night ended with a one, nothing Tampa Bay lightning victory, which, uh, clinched the deal for the, uh, back-to-back champs, the lightning, of course, that means St. Louis native Pat Maroon goes back to back to back. Listen, we've heard a lot. Listen, okay. It's been annoying on social media. I'm not yes, going to lie. I'm with annoying. you guys 100%. It's been all over. But I will say that is quite the fucking accomplishment. And I love it's a St. Louis guy that did it. I am so happy for Pat Maroon. But I will say it's a little overplayed by it's, blues fans who are upset that he didn't stay with the blues. It's, it's, it's throw up worthy. Let's be honest. It, it, it makes me want to puke that. I, I mean, yes, I agree with you, Jeff. It is a really good, it's a nice accomplishment. Fantastic. This doesn't happen often. First time since what? 1960. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so fourth player in NHL history and the first since 1964 to win four. the Stanley cup in three straight seasons with two different teams. Uh, yeah. the record by the way, for consecutive cups, uh, anybody want to take a shot at what team that would be? Uh, yes, you're right. It's the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, Paul Maurice, Richard. Maurice, the rocket Richard, uh, five. Is it Maurice? Cups. I thought it was Henri. Was it Henri? I thought it was Maurice. Let me, uh, let me, let me fact check that. So well, go ahead. It's gotta, go ahead be, Kurt. it's gotta be Maurice because it says Maurice here in the show notes. On our, our layout. That's got to so be correct. Gotta be nice. That's got to be. be correct. Yep. I agree. You know, I, I saw some comments too about uh, some people wanting Maroon back so we can win a cup, <laughs> which I'm not sure if I'm not, sh- you know, who knows with social media if they're just joking around or if they're being serious. But uh, let, let, let's let's be honest here. Um, Patrick Maroon is n- not the reason they won those cups i will come on i will say when he tied the game monday night oh I, I, yeah i yeah i said that's it that that is pat maroon finally did something in this series it's <laughs> over and uh you know it's uh luckily luckily for me the habs fan that was not the case and what what a what an overtime by the canadians monday that was, night dude um, Two diving yeah. goals in the Stanley yeah. Cup final. How about that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that goal, that goal that Coleman scored, um, you know, that, that I thought really changed the, the complexion of the series. Um, 0.3 seconds to go in the second period of game two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that just, that deflated Montreal. If that, if that game goes to the third period, I thought Montreal had a great chance at splitting coming out of Tampa. And, uh, I mean, just fucking hats off to Blake Coleman. That was a hell of a goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess we're into the to to the the series talk at this point. Um, um, real quick, I just I just want to point in uh, real quick, Bill. Um, please hand in your Canadians fan card. 
because it was Maurice the Rocket Richard, 1956 uh, oh. to 1960. Oh. He won five consecutive mm. cups with the Canadians. Okay. I I stand corrected. I thought anyway. uh, uh I thought Henri it's like some some crazy thing. Um Well you're wrong. Stand over that. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> Please continue your original thought about the series. Um it's gone. Well, it has no original it's thoughts. No. <laughs> no, I no I don't. <clears throat> No, uh, and when I do, I, I DM them to other podcasts. There you go. <laughs> yeah. That's where they so get all their ideas. So you're the source who knows about the Tarasenko trade in place. Oh. I'm not saying that. But it's I'm smoke not, screen. Not saying that. I was going to say, but I'm, not, but I'm not, not saying that. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. I will say this this series, it was, it as a bystander, again, I'm with I'm with Kurt. I was rooting for Montreal. I wanted Montreal to win. Now that it gets Pat Maroon, I just, uh, I just, I, 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 and a lot of people disagree with me on this. People, I, I know of a friend who's like, I hope Canada never wins a Stanley Cup in, in their existence. I hope Canada disbands before they win another Stanley Cup. Canada I disagree with that. <laughs> I, I want to see Canada celebrate all summer long. Like, listen, Toronto and Montreal, huge rivals. But if, if Montreal wins the Cup, I think there's still people in Toronto who smile and say, hey, Lisa Cup's back home. Uh, that's what I was wanting. This series was a bit of a disappointment <laughs> to me. Um, I don't want to see the Blackhawks win the Cup to see the, you know, the, the Cup in Illinois. No. Hell no. <laughs> Fuck no, that. No, no, no. Hell no. no I don't want to no. see the Kansas City Mavericks win the Stanley Cup before the Blues. Because I'm in Missouri. That's yeah, the only comparison okay. I can make. But I guess I could make a World Series comparison. Yeah, I don't want the Royals to win the uh, win the uh, World Series before the Cardinals. Um, but but anyway, no, I. Huh? They're both in Missouri. That's the. Oh, right, 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 right. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I know. So oh, yeah. anyway, uh, no, I this this series to me was was slightly disappointing. The run Montreal made was ridiculous, and it was so much fun to just get on the bandwagon, and have fun, and you know. Watching with Bill at Center Ice that one night was uh, so much fun. One of the one of the <laughs> most fun I've had since yeah, shit last two years because of the pandemic. Um, but uh, not that you guys aren't fun in your own right. But uh, I just felt like this series was a little bit of a letdown. I I know we joked like the world doesn't want an Islanders Canadians final, but. I think that would have been a lot of, of fun that was, to watch. That was what Ryan Whitney said that? Fuck he said, him. Well, he said that, uh, uh, you know, how he does his. Yeah. He, you know what? Uh, some of the worst takes. Just say it. Worst, say fucking childish, just say it. immature uh, takes. Um, just, I expect better from a guy who played in NHL to have better takes and better views on things. Just, it's awful. He's an awful. Yeah. Smart ass. Uh, I don't know. I, I, his takes are terrible. He might be a great guy in person. But, what company? Uh, he comes off what as company runs the podcast he's on? Uh, something. Is it a good? System. Is it a good media company? Something that uh, sounds like fuckstool. I don't know. I, oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Fartstool. Yeah. <laughs> Fartstool. 
Barstool. <laughs> yeah. No, but he said that, uh, uh, you know, if, if the Islanders and uh, Canadians go to the final, I'm not watching a second of it. You know, it's terrible, terrible final. Bullshit. Much- Bullshit. It, Bullshit. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, it's the NHL final. You're going to, I mean, if you're, if you don't watch, you don't care about, I don't care who's in the final. I'm watching games. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm watching games. I don't care. I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's Florida and Buffalo was, Detroit. Fuck. It was care. Hawks Philly and we watched. Yeah. <laughs> right. Every Florida and Arizona. Second. I'll watch it. I'll watch Florida I, Arizona. I made my wife, well, girlfriend at the time. This was like one of our, like, this is like our fourth date. I made Did her your wife to, know that you watched with your girlfriend? Yeah. No, she didn't know at the time. No, this was uh no, this was our like our fourth date. I made her go to a bar and watch the the Flyers and Blackhawks with me. I was like, "Hey, uh I know you probably want to go see a movie or like go putt-putt or something, but we're going to go to a bar and watch the hockey game." Like, of course I'm going to watch it. It's the Stanley Cup final. I mean, you're a hockey fan, right? I mean, you Yeah, I I I said this before, maybe on Twitter, I think, that you really see who the Real hockey fans are when you're watching the uh, the, ho- the Stanley Cup final or any playoff series where your team's not involved. You know, you, you don't have a horse in the race, uh, but you just want to watch hockey because it's it's playoff hockey, and cool shit happens in playoff hockey. So and you watch because that's what you do. I mean, you're a hockey fan, you do that. If you if you don't watch, then you come off as a fair weather fan or just a you know a, a front runner, whatever. I only watch when my team's in, which is fine. But I mean, I'm just all I'm saying is you see your your true blue, your true blood fans, uh, they come out of the woodwork when you, but your team's out and you're still watching hockey. I do, I do want to clarify. So while Maurice Richard <laughs> has the record for five consecutive Stanley Cups, Henri Richard holds the record for most Stanley Cups, most cups with eleven. Yeah. Uh, doesn't he hold that, that was, with? Doesn't he hold that with Jean Beliveau? No, Beliveau and Yvonne Cornoyer both have ten. Okay. Wow! Look at Bill whipping out the pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I, I say I thought I, I did a good job with Beliveau, but then he I goes out Yvonne Cornoyer. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Does Tampa Bay yeah. win the cup next season? No. Do they three peat? Mm. No, um, and, and nothing against them. The, it's the, just it's not going to happen. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'll tell you what: the combination of of Vasilevsky and Hedman, phew, and that that is tough to be in with the way Ryan McDonald played. If they have those guys, they can lose some offense and still play. I mean, they they scored a shit ton of goals, but this, they have Pat Maroon postseason. They they, <laughs> they have, have Pat Maroon, Bill. One more season, right? Um, no, I. I mean, they, how do you feel about Pat Maroon? They'll have a shot. They are going to lose some players, um, but man, that defensive core, Jesus Christ, that's that's amazing. Um, I mean, and Sergachev, um, I mean, dudes, dudes, and you still up and coming. Um, man, they're they'll have a good shot. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I predict there's going to be uh, some, some craziness with uh, divisions going back to normal next year. Yeah, and I think – oh, I, I was said, just going to add real – so let me ask Ed ahead. real quick. I, I just I, – it's nothing against Tampa with me saying absolutely not. 
It's that it is so hard to even repeat in this league that a three-peat, I just, I don't know if well we'll see it in our lifetimes. So I, I'm going to say no just because it is so hard to go three times in a row, unless you're Pat Maroon, of course. Andrew Tigerson says, <laughs> I watch a lot of Tampa Bay games, and I think their cap issues are going to erode too much of their depth that they rely on this summer. Uh, their whole uh, Gord Coleman and Goudreau line may all be gone because of it. So we shall see. Yeah, they're gonna. I mean, like we talked about, that they have to shed some uh, salary quite a bit. So, uh, right, and they'll, they'll be different and, team right You know, the odds makers don't seem to learn a whole lot because today, um, like the the first headline I read this morning was uh, Colorado Avalanche favorite for twenty twenty two Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Keep saying yeah, it. We'll see. We'll see what uh, what memories uh, Philip Grubauer has from round four. <laughs> Man, I want to punch that guy in the face. You know he's uh, he's he's got a shed. He's only the second got, biggest stick in the league now. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, right. that that team and Grubauer they they have to shed the uh, whole uh, mantra of of uh, what playoff chokers would you say? I mean, they steamrolled us, but then that was it. So I mean, interesting. I because I, going into the season, going into this playoffs. Um, that was one of the things that Blues fans would say. I'd say, well, you know, Colorado is heavily favored. I get it. They're a fantastic team. But, you know, one of the things was was uh, that they haven't done anything to, you know, in the playoffs. So, and they, and they have a goalie who hasn't gotten it done. They have a team who hasn't gotten it done. So, I mean, until they prove they can get it done, you know, uh, to, get some, to get deep in the playoffs, I mean – you're handing them the cup. I mean, it's a, I don't know. I mean, the Blues had that for a long time. They were had some great teams, and uh, the team people soured on. I mean, their chances. They wouldn't. They weren't picking the Blues. I mean, you, us as fans, we knew they had some great teams, but you know, it's like people were like, well, yeah, but you haven't got anything done in the playoffs and ever. So you know, until you do, until you prove you can you know, get deep, you know, we're we're not gonna you know pick you guys. Butcher Gross is like the only guy that once in a while picked the Blues to do anything. Yeah, Butcher Gross, yeah. and um, wasn't it? Uh, I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. The guy with the glasses, Ingblom. Didn't Brian Ingblom uh, pick the Blues a couple times? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Tampa guy now. Former yeah. Montreal Canadian defenseman. Yeah. What a trade. Hey, uh, also, the NHL and NBC, no more. Yeah. yeah. It's the last game. Yeah. Thank God. I felt um, I felt like uh, they they overshadowed the Lightning winning a little bit by saying like it's our last game on NBC. Okay, yeah, a little bit. Shit. <laughs> so <laughs> so there you know there were good personalities and not not so good personalities. Um, glad to see Brian Boucher's uh, signed on with ESPN, so mm-hmm. we'll be able to hear his analysis. Um, didn't see anybody clamoring for Pierre. Um, so as he's still trying to get a GM job somewhere. When's yeah, maybe the, the TV network. <laughs> When's the last, what TV network is the last network that the initial was on where people were happy with the coverage? There's never been one, right? I mean, that I can remember. I mean, I do Back remember when they were ESPN, ESPN the early nineties. 
I remember I'm people really when they first branched out to ESPN two, where they had a ton of hockey on. That was kind of cool. But I think, yeah. uh, but then that even that fizzled out. And I think in ESPN, people were shitting over ESPN the first time, first go around. Uh, after that, so I mean, and then Versus came along, and that was that was, people hated that. Um, well, I mean, I it was OLN versus, and that became NBC Sports, right? And, right, right. And th- really, I think NBC killed their own chances by announcing that they were discontinuing NBC Sports altogether. Yeah. And yeah, they yeah. were they were going to push they were going to push any sport that they had on the USA. Okay, weird. They're basically it's announcing odd. you don't want to do sports anymore. It's odd. But, I, it, it, having a dedicated sports channel uh, to me, it's my opinion. Maybe I, I, that's where to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go mixing my sports in with USA or TNT. I don't want to do that. I don't want. Oh, no. uh, is there a sport on? No, it's it's uh, you know silk stockings or whatever the fuck they're playing. <laughs> Silk stockings. <laughs> the first thing in my head. Shit. <laughs> first thing in my head. I don't know why. I couldn't think. I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't think of uh, monk. Yeah, monk. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah. Even monk, monk is a little odd. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not gonna go main. I'm not gonna go like. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. I don't want to. Like, okay. If I turn to NBC Sports, I want to see a sport or sports program. Sport programming. I don't want to see a uh, sitcom. All right, I, I'm uh, sorry. I have to, I have to read this. So, St- Silk Stockings, 1991, <laughs> a crime drama, eight seasons it lasted. Eight uh, this, seasons. This, this is this is the uh, uh, I guess this is from IMDb. Smut, smut, and more smut, with sex and murder thrown in for good measure. Best friends Rita and Chris are a pair of homicide detectives who battle crime in the shadow of glitzy. Palm Beach, Florida. As the series winds down, they are replaced by a former husband and wife team. What? <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it was on late night, and because of the smut. Oh, good stuff. I was a fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're all fans of smut. <laughs> I mean, who likes smut? And it's, it was on free TV too, so even better. Yep. I mean, so you, you, I mean, it was only. It was only. It was. It was a PG smut. Uh, actually, it. It. it Towed the line. It was you'd see stuff. You're like, wow, that's, that's that's almost soft core uh, stuff there. So. <laughs> <laughs> one of the more obscure references I've pulled out in this show. That's a good one. That's a good one. Wow, this is uh, probably the hardest transition I've ever had to make professionally. Uh, so let's move on to rapid fire hockey tidbits. Uh, Columbus goalie prospect. Matisse Kivleniex uh, passed away after a tragic fireworks accident on July 4th. Autopsy revealed Monday that he died from chest trauma with major damage to his heart and lungs. Uh, reports say that he was hit in the chest by an errant fireworks mortar blast at a Michigan home that, sources tell ESPN's Emily Kaplan, belonged to goaltending coach Manny Legacy. And uh, that was in Novi. Uh, Michigan, apparently, Lieutenant uh, and and uh, Matty Legacy. Yeah, he was the uh, he's the goaltending coach, by the way, for the Columbus Blue Jackets. So there's a little bit of a tie in there. Uh, Lieutenant uh, Jason Meyer of the Novi Police Department told ESPN on Monday that uh, Kiv Leniex uh, was in a hot tub and tried to avoid the firework along with several other people. Meyer added that all signs showed that it was a tragic accident. So. Uh, 
obviously absolute tragedy to 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 see this story uh for those that haven't seen apparently uh elvis merzlitkins who's also the a uh a blue jackets goalie was there as well um he was yeah he was he was present for this absolute tragedy um as I said in, at the start of the show, you know, on uh, July 4th, we were shooting off our own fireworks. First time I'd done that since, God, I was probably six years old. Um, I remember my dad preaching to me fireworks safety. And then, you know, this time around, I'm a dad. I'm the one preaching fireworks safety to, to both my son and my nephews. And, um, you know, then you you read a story like this and it's just. You know, and, and I remember a couple of years ago, um, for those that might remember this, uh, uh, the, the, the gentleman who played, uh, Gaston at, uh, Disney World, uh, I actually remember I took a picture with him. He was awesome. He did push-ups and did all the Gaston stuff. And it was really funny and really cool. And then I read a story that summer that he had died because of a tragic firework accident. He, I think he tried to set off a firework in his hand. And it's just, you read stuff was, like this, and it's just, oh, my God, can we please just practice better fireworks safety in this country? It's a shame to see what's happening. The the Gaston thing, was that, uh, have you seen the, the viral video on YouTube where Gaston interacts with a little girl? Yes, that's him. Is that the, is that the same guy? Yeah. Oh, he died? Yep. Oh. Yeah, he passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was, I was very upset by that actually because we went uh to disney world the year he passed and we saw him in april and then just a couple months later i read that he passed away and i'm like dude that guy was amazing he was so awesome we had a lot of fun with him so it's uh yeah it's a real shame (laughs) yeah It, it being a mortar uh that that they said hit his chest you know that's not a small firework that's a mortar's a big deal. That's a that's mm-hmm. a that'll mess you up, and obviously, but uh, yeah, I, I I mean I can't. I, I had a I had a firecracker go off in my hand one time. I it had a fast wick. I, I lit it, went to throw it, and it was still in between my my index finger and my thumb when I went when it went off, and I couldn't feel my thumb for like three or four days. Um, and that was a firecracker. That's not a mortar. I mean that and that did some. I mean it's a little bigger. Who knows what happens? And a flipping mortar? Jesus. I mean, that was, awful. Yeah. And it's it, uh, it it's just so scary to think about because, like I told you guys off air, that um, I there was a situation that we had where we were just setting off a normal bottle rocket on uh, on Sunday. And we lit it, and it was kind of a dud. Instead of going in the air, it just went left. And I watched the whole thing and I'm thinking, you know, it's kind of slow motion. I'm thinking it's going to hit a house. It's going to hit this house, my, you know, this neighbor to my brother's house. It's going to go through the window. It's going to go off. It's going to hit a kid. It's going to hit a dog. And like all in my head, I'm just thinking, oh, please go off before you hit the window. Go off before you hit the window. And you have to wonder the person who set this firework off, you know, you hope it's an accident and they weren't trying to be funny or do something stupid, but you have to, you know, you have to think this person's watching this firework go towards this hot tub and it's just, Oh God, please, please don't hit anyone. Please, you know, 
uh, either go past it or go over it or go off before you hit. And it's just clearly it didn't happen that way. And it's it's such an absolute shame and tragedy to, to see my, what happened. Uh, my brother, uh, Keith, almost lost an eye because of a bottle rocket. Uh, him and his uh, friend, uh, I'll, I'll say his name, Mike Ollendorf. Mike, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, he was Bill knows Mike, uh, I believe. Yeah, um, I, I got Mike's jersey when I enjoyed the phone book. <laughs> so you, that's right. I forgot about that. Holy cow! Um, the phone book was our world hockey team for a number of years. Um, but mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, they, they were, right. My employer for a while, and then they a bunch of assholes over there. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, I'm not kidding. That's that's and I'm not. Just, you've that's common. you've actually that's told the story on the show before. Yeah, that's co- that's yeah, common knowledge. The assholes. So I mean, they've they've they, you know sexual harassment suits out the wazoo. It's just that's a mess. Anyway, uh, so yeah, oh yeah, uh, they were they were playing with bottle rockets and uh, lighting them and throwing them, and it hit my brother right between the the bridge of the nose and the eye, right there. Um, and it left a mark right there, right before his senior pictures. <laughs> oh, and, no. uh, yeah. I, so he's like a quarter inch away from or half an inch away from losing his eye probably. So, I mean, and he was like half an inch away from losing his teeth, uh, from Bill's slap shot one time. So he, he's been rather lucky with the uh, shots to the face. Uh, his, <laughs> apparently his eyes and his teeth are just well enough protected, uh, from <laughs> flying objects. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, I think that's gonna do it for uh, for tonight's show. Um, I'm I'm currently looking for my closing notes um, as we. Speak. Yeah, while while you're doing that, I'll just <laughs> I do want to throw out one last uh, somewhat rapid fire NHL tidbit, but also go back to the Canadians. Um, did you see uh, Brendan Gallagher announced on TikTok today uh, that uh, they got home from the Stanley Cup final. Uh, to find that their house had been robbed, and uh, what? Yeah, go go find it. It's it's on Twitter, but the way he does it is just perfect, Brendan Gallagher. And I mean that that guy. I have so much respect for the way that he plays the game, and and his career is going to be short because he he is that guy that plays balls to the wall every shift. Um, but yeah, he's he basically posted a picture of himself on Twitter or on TikTok, um, it's, you know, there's text on there about, you know, come home, you know, lost the Stanley Cup final, come home to find our house was robbed. Pitbull's been there and done that and takes a bite out of a sandwich and that's it. It's, it's amazing. Oh, Go geez. find it. <laughs> Love Brendan Gallagher, just like I do. Wow. That's, oh, that's a shame, but it's, I'm glad he has a sense of humor about it because damn, that's, yeah. that sucks. Oilers Live um, just joined the YouTube chat. Yeah, I was gonna say our friend Michael A. Bear over at Oilers Live. Michael, we'll have to we'll talk uh, sometime soon, but we'll have to have you on during the uh, the summer at some point. Um, he says, uh, "I'm in. Let's talk Tarasenko to Edmonton for James Neal. We have until the end of the buyout window." Uh, he says, "I just joined. I missed all the Tarasenko trade talk. Okay. You know what, guys? Let's just point. go back over everything we talked about. Yeah, Let's do right. it. just for Michael. <laughs> Hit rewind there." Yeah. Uh, no, Michael, it's a shame you're joining us now. But yeah, like I said, we'll uh, we'll be in touch. It, it'd be fun to have you on for an episode here pretty soon. One of one of my favorite guests of the show, to be quite honest, that we've had on. 
Always uh, informative. Blue, I was going to read Blues 3531. Is that what you're going to read? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, am I the only one who thinks the bubble cup doesn't count? No travel, no opposing crowds, people leaving the bubble to be with family. Clearly some players' teams not 100% with their hearts in it. Um, doesn't count. You're not the only one. Uh, I mean, I mean no, yeah, he's not the only one. No, no. Right, Mr. Blues Hat says this year and last year, neither one right. counts. The Blues are still... Right. Defending real Stanley Cup champions. I, I, I mean, uh, yeah, the last full season, right? So, last full season Cup winner is the Blues. So, they still have that. We can still celebrate the fucking Cup because of that, right? Damn right. Uh, That's right. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, you're not playing a full season. The the grind is not there as much as a full season. So, there's that aspect of it where you're, you know, you you don't your wear and tear in your body is not as what it would be. Uh, with a full season, um, yeah, not playing in front of crowds is different. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't seem to see as much uh, this year compared to last. Last year, there, it, it seemed worse. It was worse. I thought um, less. I, less, I, no I didn't fans. even really watch the Stanley Cup final last year. It was, it was yeah. hard to watch. It was hard to watch, but yeah. it was, but th- this year was much better. Uh, yeah. Some fans are better than no fans. I, Agreed. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I, I'm not in the, this year doesn't count boat, uh, just because of, because of fans. Uh, I do understand what people are saying though, by a shortened season. So yeah. you win a cup of shortened season. Shortened, it's different. It's different. Right. A shortened season that had fucked up things like a seven game series in February yes. between the blues and the coyotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, so next season, hopefully it's a full season. Um, and then you know we can get back to normal with that aspect. Guys, of it. we've uh, we've actually got backup here. Oilers live, who clearly is an Oilers guy, love it. Last full season cup winner, the St. Louis Blues. It's a mouthful, but it's not untrue. Well, we've got the support of Oilers Nation because I feel like he <laughs> speaks for all Oilers fans. So clearly, that's the second we needed. So yeah. yes, uh, Blues. Uh, they are definitely the last full season cup winner. And I'm, not, and I'm not downplaying the cup winners since. I'm not going full anti, you know, but it, 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 it makes a difference. I mean, it, you're not playing a full season. It's not the same. Next year will be interesting. Um, granted, there's going to be some lineup changes for the, uh, the, the lightning, but it will, uh, it will be interesting to see how they react to an actual first full season. And, and I do feel bad in a certain extent for lightning fans because there are going to be people who are going to say that to them and say, well, you're back-to-back cup winners, but they were both COVID years. Yeah. Yeah, but, they, but they, I mean, that's still an achievement. They do have a cup without uh, short yeah. season. They have a, they have a, they have a, a quote, quote, legit cup to their name. So they, I don't think they care too much. No. That's true. No. No. Um, I did love the Calgary Flames tweet, by the way. Um, they said, they said something. Yes, ah, I, yes. I, I feel like I need congratulations to on, congratulations on two of your three cups. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. <laughs> Fantastic. Great was stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, uh, closing up the show, folks, uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com and get 10% off by texting Dustin 
at 636-393-8745 and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. Number again, 636-393-8745. And brought to you by Center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's hockey-themed brewery. Visit centericebrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or to make a reservation in their awesome tap room. While you're there and enjoying a number of their fantastic beers, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis. It's one of the best places to watch a blues game. That's centericebrewery.com. Please drink responsibly. And as uh, Kurt was just holding up, uh, they are selling some of our uh, blues-themed stickers as well. So they have a nice little shop in the corner. Um, as I mentioned, right now, the, we, we, the we great, the great shirt that I'm wearing now, I believe they still have some on sale. I don't know how many. I know it's a limited item, but, uh, they also have hoodies. They got great t-shirts. They got glasses. Great stuff. And yeah, like Kurt said, we're going to get them more stickers to sell here soon. So make sure you check out, uh, centericebrewery.com for all that information. That will do it, folks, for episode 43 of season 9 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the show. We had a blast doing it, as always, folks, so thank you for tuning in. For Kurt Price and Bill Day, I'm Jeff Ponder, and this was Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Let's go Blues. Let's go 18 million over the cap and win the cup next year. God, uh, Bill Good just plan. sounded Bill just sounded so upset with his "Let's go Blues" there. <laughs> we still love you, Bill. No, no, Kurt. Kurt expressed it perfectly. Okay, there it is. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at eight. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.